0: On On this this episode episode of JR the P. The expanding monkeypox outbreak in more than 70 countries is an extraordinary situation that qualifies as a global emergency, the World Health Organization chief said Saturday. A declaration that could spur further investment in treating the once rare disease and worsen the scramble for scarce vaccines. A global emergency is whose highest level of alert, but the designation does not necessarily mean a disease is particularly transmissible or lethal. So then what the fuck is the point of it? It's not exactly transmissible transmissible or lethal. But yet it's a it's an emergency. A global emergency. But you know it's not really that transferable or um lethal. But watch out. We want to sell you drugs. Similar declarations were made for the Zika virus in 2016. Is that the one when people's heads shrunk to the size of a peanut? You know, you catch the Zika virus and your head would shrink to the size of a peanut. I think that would happen. I don't know. Um, Zika virus in 2016 in Latin America. And the ongoing effort to eradicate polio. I thought they already did that. Can't you catch that shit from swimming in a pool? I don't know. In addition to the COVID-19 pandemic and in 2014, Ebola outbreak in West Africa. The Public Health Agency of Canada confirmed 681 monkeypox cases have been reported across five provinces as of Saturday, including Quebec, Ontario, Alberta, British Columbia, and Saskatchewan. Who, director, general, dildo, 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 pause, obviously the director of who, his name's not dildo, 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 but much like a mass shooter or like a serial killer, these fucking medical terrorists, these dildo, dickhead, doorknob, ignoramuses, these fucking eggheads get a sense of ego, gratification, and self-glorification by having their fucking name in the newspaper. So you gotta take their dumb name out of the newspaper, then they wouldn't be jumping up in hysterics every damn second.
1: Fear, anger, aggression. These are the tenements of the dark side.
0: Fear, anger, and aggression are the tenements of the dark side. And we don't want to go to that dark side. I don't want to go to that dark side. I want to be happy, healthy, hopeful.
1: my banana, my banana taco, Ziji,
0: my banana taco. Uh just blah 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 working at it. Wagwan! What's happening, folks? It's your old Chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent July 31st in the year of our Lord. 2022. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan the podcast. Hey folks, how you doing? If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran the podcast, that is, this is a show where I bitch, wine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself in order to relate to y'all self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs, forever, yeah. And of course we get into the minutia of the day, you know, current events, politics, time to the times. The whole wackadoo, folks, the whole enchilada, you really can't go wrong. The show's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, my own website, Janathan, pronounced Janathan, Janathan-ramcharan dot com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, please, would you help my black ass out already? Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. You know? When you share, you know, you demonstrate qualities of empathy, you know, like You know, you can go call your. You know, you can sit around and have a latte, talk to your friends. You know, I've always sort of identified as an empath. You know, you have empathy. You can identify as an empath. and might make you sound smart at a fucking coffee shop. You know, you're an empath and you're empathetic, and you know, you get to demonstrate those qualities whilst sharing J.R. the P. Jonathan Ramtran the podcast. uh, you know, some poor, unfortunate soul, some victim. I, in turn, um, reinforce my commitment, due diligence, and duty to Jonathan Ramchand and the podcast. So one hand washes the other. Sharing is caring, folks. Hallelujah! Quick sipper smoothie, boss. Smoothie break balls. Don't mind me, boss. Gotta have my morning smoothie. Oh, fucking delicious. Absolutely fantastic. Alright, enough clowning around. Let's get down to brass tacks. The news article of the day. You know? July 31st, 2022. We're a little late as you know. I don't act like a hypochondriac about every little damn thing. I ain't acting like no hypochondriac, so we're a little late on this segment. But this is quite newsworthy in the day in which I am recording this, in the time to the time. July 31st,
1: 2022. Monkeypox! I want a banana. I want a banana. I'm itchy. I'm itchy. I got monkeypox. My monkey tits are itchy. My monkey tits are itchy. itchy.
0: You know? Monkeypox. The who.
1: Who are you? Ooh, ooh.
0: Who? World Health Organization. Them dildos have declared monkeypox a global situation. Yes. So let's get down to brass tacks. Let's get into this.
1: <coughs> My monkey tits are itchy.
0: <coughs> monkey tits? Now I can't be so Charming and entertaining whilst you and your family are fearing for your lives, but you know Give a brother a break, you know, I try I'm scared too, you know kidding So as a little preamble to this, um my opinion on monkeypox, uh being a you know Stage performer podcaster, um Whatever the hell you want to call me, um my outlook on it is very much like my outco- outlook has been on um, COVID-19. And to, reiterate it, <clears throat> and to reiterate my outlook on COVID-19 that I was espousing from the beginning, from the onset, pretty much. Your weekly, monthly, yearly, till these dumb motherfuckers see clearly, COVID-19 is and was a political weapon used to disrupt global economies and gain control for whatever nefarious reason. Mumbo jumbo, phony, phony baloney. It's a fucking sham, a farce. You know, a fucking red herring. Hey, there's something off we squoey going on around here. Uh. off we squoey. There's something off we squoey going on around here. That Wuhan wabbit. Something awfully screwy going on around here. Awfully screwy. To reiterate the point, screwy. COVID nineteen was bull crap. Everybody knew it. Fauci, fucking line, little fucking pheasant. All them dickhead, darnob, dummy, dildo ignoramuses, clamoring and running around. No big fucking deal. Isn't it kind of strange how we still don't know quite what COVID-19 is or was after two plus years of this hogwash? Did it come from a bat? Did it come from the wet markets of Wuhan? Was it released from a laboratory? What the clut fuck? Who, what, where, when, why, and what the fuck is COVID-19? We don't know. And see how it just kind of dissipated. It just kind of... Well, you know say thing. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we're gonna sell you vaccines and pump you full of um pharmaceutical drugs till the cows come home. Vaccinations up the fucking wazoo. Vaxports. Blah 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 Doom 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 Fear, fear,
1: fear, anger, aggression. These are tenements of the dark side. You know, always what can't be done with you. Hmm? Oh, fourth dose vaccine you must get. Hmm? Are you triple-vaxxed, you must? Mm? You know? Fear, anger, aggression.
0: You know? Selling fear, anger, and aggression to them yokels. Globally. See how it all just kind of dissipated, went away? I mean, just, eh, whatever, back to normal. Uh, get your booster, get your dose, and whatever. And, oh, by the way, there's going to be a COVID season, and, uh, yeah, we really don't know what it... Where it came from and what it's about. And you know, we've been pretty much controlling people's lives and fucking up economies and people's, you know, mental well being and breaking families apart and having old people die alone in hospital and nobody can travel. And, you know, industries are just going um bankrupt and barren. And, you know, kids aren't going to school and, you know, life is crumbled. It's in the dumpster. It's a fucking dumpster fire. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just, I, going back to normal is. Uh, the things are reopening. and uh... But make sure to get your booster. Hey. There's something awfully screwy going on around here. Uh, Awfully screwy. Oh, that wascally Wuhan rabbit. There's something awfully screwy going on around here. Awfully screwy. So, to reiterate the point and to drive that home, that's basically my stance on COVID-19. Very much with the monkeypox. But let's get into it. Alright. So, this is an article from uh, ctvnews.ca. Beta.ctvnews.ca. Who declares monkeypox a global emergency? Canada confirms 681 cases. The expanding monkeypox outbreak is, in more than 70 countries is an, a, is an extraordinary situation that qualifies as a global emergency, the World Health Organization chief said Saturday. A declaration I think I got the monkeypox.
1: I can't speak. I can't speak.
0: Pardon moi. Rewind. The expanding monkeypox outbreak in more than 70 countries is an extraordinary situation that qualifies as a global emergency, the World Health Organization chief said Saturday, a declaration that could spur further investment in treating the once rare disease and worsen the scramble for scarce vaccines. A global emergency is whose highest level of alert, but the designation does not necessarily mean a disease is particularly transmissible or lethal. So then what the fuck is the point of it? It's not exactly transmissible transmissible or lethal, but yet it's a... It's an emergency, a global emergency. But, you know, it's not really that transferable or um, lethal. But watch out. We want to sell you drugs. Similar declarations were made for the Zika, Zika virus in 2016. Is that the one when people's heads shrunk to the size of a peanut? You know, you catch the Zika virus and your head would shrink to the size of a peanut. I think that would happen. I don't know. Um, Zika virus in 2016 in Latin America, and the ongoing effort to eradicate polio. I thought they already did that. Can't you catch that shit from swimming in a pool? I don't know. In addition to the COVID-19 pandemic, and in 2014, Ebola outbreak in West Africa. The Public Health Agency of Canada confirmed 681 monkeypox cases have been reported across five provinces as of Saturday, including Quebec, Ontario, Alberta, British Columbia, and Saskatchewan. Who, director, general, dildo, 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 pause. Obviously the director of who, his name's not dildo, 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 but much like a mass shooter or like a serial killer, these fucking medical terrorists, these dildo, dickhead, doorknob, ignoramuses, these fucking eggheads, get a sense of ego, gratification, and self-glorification by having their fucking name in the newspaper. So you gotta take their dumb name out of the newspaper, then they wouldn't be jumping up in hysterics every damn second. Listen, buddy, go figure out how to make a toaster that is somewhere between an oven and and somewhere between a microwave. And I don't mean a toaster oven. Go invent the cross between a microwave and an oven. But not like a convection oven. I don't really know what I know or know what I mean. But I just want a m- oven that's like a mix between like a microwave and an oven. That's the kind of thing I fucking want. Not vaccines for shit that I don't need. You injecting your fear and bullshit mongering on me. Alright? Go fucking invent me an oven or something, buddy. If you're a fucking scientist. Alright? But stay the hell out of my fucking life. I digress. Um. And blah 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 and blah blah boo da dumb. Uh. And in regards to that, uh. Who director. Director and general for the WHO, World Health Organization. This dickhead. Um, apparently it was a unilater- a unilateral decision. Um, you're going to have to look to more um, worldly podcasts or news sources for the exact information. But the actual gist of it is... Um, he decided to declare it a global emergency. The general director of the WHO, in a unilateral decision. So basically, they were debating: should we, should we um, declare it a global emergency, or shouldn't we? They weren't quite sure. Expert opinion, science. Everything was still out to lunch. This guy decides to pipe up, insert his name, and unilaterally declare a global emergency. An ego-tripping prick. So that's the end of this uh, article. You can catch the full article if you want. At beta.ctvnews.ca. Entitled, Who Declares Monkeypox a Global Emergency? Canada Confirmed 681 Cases. I want to dip over to um, Wikipedia for a quick second. Wikipedia, make sure to donate. (laughs) Alright, so this is like uh, the Wikipedia breakdown of monkeypox. The 2022 monkeypox outbreak, according to Wikipedia. An ongoing outbreak of monkeypox, a viral disease, was confirmed in May 2022. The initial cluster of cases was found in the United States, sorry rather the initial cluster of cases was found in the United Kingdom where the first case was detected on 6th of May 2022 in an individual with travel links to Nigeria, where the disease is endemic. The outbreak marked the first time monkeypox has spread widely outside Central and West Africa. From 18th of May onwards, cases were reported from an increasing number of countries and regions, predominantly in Europe, but also in North and South America, in Asia, Africa, and Oceania. I thought Oceania was a place in uh, the George Orwell hellhole 1984. Oceania? Is that a real place? I thought it was just like a fictional um, dystopian world, or is that like a continental hemisphere, Oceana? Shit, I'm getting dumber and dumber by the second. I
1: think I got the monkey box. I got the monkey box. Monkey box on the brain. Monkey box on the brain. My banana. My, my banana's itchy. My banana's itchy. All right.
0: On the 23rd of July, the World Health Organization declared the outbreak a Public Health Emergency of International Concern, a FEC, (laughs) P-H-E-I-C. Public Health Emergency of International Concern, acronym FEC, (laughs) P-H-I-E-C. Raising the status of the outbreak to a global health emergency. As of the 30th of July, there are a total of twenty two thousand seven hundred and sixty three confirmed cases. Monkeypox is a viral infection that manifests a week or two after exposure with fever and other non specific symptoms. Great. Non specific symptoms. I'm eating bananas by the fucking bunchful. Oh my god, I think I got monkeypox. Like how the fuck are you supposed to know? Monkeypox is a viral infection that manifests a week or two after exposure with fever and other nonspecific symptoms, and then produces a rash with lesions that usually last for two to four weeks before drying up, crusting, and falling off. While monkeypox can cause a large number of lesions in the current outbreak, some patients experience only single lesions in the mouth or on the genitals
1: my banana's itchy. My banana. My banana's itchy. Genitals. My taco's itchy. My taco's itchy.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so some patients experience only a single lesion in the mouth or genitals, making it more difficult to differentiate, differentiate from, from other infections. In infections before the current outbreak, one to three percent of people with known infections have died without treatment. Cases in children and immune immunocompromised people are more likely to be severe. So cases in children and immunocompromised people are more likely to be severe. Monkeypox is most likely primarily spread through close contact including close contact during sexual activity. Well, I mean, you, you generally are pretty close during sexual contact. You know? I've heard of killing by remote control, but fucking by remote control? I guess, you know, vibrators. But I digress. Monkeypox is most likely primarily spread through close contact, including close contact during sexual activity, but it is not a primarily sexually transmitted disease. As of the 21st of July, 98% of reported cases outside endemic regions in Africa occurred in the community of men who have sex with men. <gasps> oh, Homosexuals. Particularly those with multiple sexual partners. <gasps> 75% occurred in white people and 41% in people with HIV AIDS. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has emphasized the importance of reducing stigma in communicating about the demographic aspects of monkeypox, specifically with regards to gay and bisexual men. You know what they say? By now, gay later. Monkeypox. Later. So anyways, monkeypox discrimination specifically with regards to gay and bisexual men. All right, so that in a nutshell is monkeypox. The FEC, the, uh, what are they called? What does FEC stand for again? Um, the Public Health Emergency of International Concern, FEC. Um, the Public Health Emergency of International Concern, initiated by the WHO, the World Health Organization. That is Monkeypox 2022. That was issued on July 23rd, 2022. I gave my thoughts. I gave my opinion. I think it's uh, hogwash. I think it's more fear-mongering along the lines of um, COVID-19. You know, there aren't no particularly specific singular symptoms they could be fever, they could be rash, they could be cough, they could be nausea. There's no specific um, symptoms. There are some very telling ones, you know, the rash, the legions that crust over, sometimes on the mouth, sometimes in the genital area, on hands, on the body. It spread through close contact, you know, sexual close contact. As well, you know, if, if you if you tend to get close when you're having sex, uh, it could be spread through close contact and also close sexual contact. Um, it surfaces in the gay community. Sorry, Faleth, you know, but, you know, I mean, according to the data. Especially men who have sex with other men and, uh, you know, multiple partners. Oddly enough, a high percentage in white people. What did I say? 75% people are white. Does that make any sense? As of July 21st, 98% of the reported cases outside of the endemic regions in Africa occurred in the community. Oh, weird. What? These figures are kind of fudged. But whatever. Who knows? There's like a swirling mix of confusion. Some people have... Um, some people have discriminatory views on what groups are more prone to um, monkey pox infection. But yo... Like I've been spitting about COVID, your weekly, monthly, yearly, till the dumb motherfuckers see clearly, you know? Pandemics are, you know, institutions of
1: fear, anger, aggression,
0: and a way to siphon the life force out of the global community. Lock up the businesses, no more travel. Don't go see your friends. Don't have a close sexual encounter. You know? Like it's like, what the fuck? And um Yo, I'm calling BS, I'm calling bullshit. What do you think? Hit me up. Jr.ThePodcast at gmail.com. Like what do you think about this? Think it's all hoop to do hawkwash, or you know, you think I'm gonna catch the monkey pox? <laughs>
1: banana, my banana taco is itchy. my banana taco,
0: <laughs> you know, hit me up, folks, with your thoughts, jr.thepodcast, at gmail.com, alright, smoothie break, boss, don't mind me, boss, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Delicious. So... You hear that beeping truck? It's like a semi-beeping backing up down the street. Yeah. So, um... During the time of, uh, you know, this monkeypox scare, can... Bring on a lot of stress. So, I personally don't give a shit. I haven't even been thinking about it. Um, fuck, I'm, I'm back to like washing my hands minimally, minimally. Washing my hands minimally. You know? Now again, we live in a world where we have to think for ourselves. And you should, obviously, do your own health Research what is good for you. What is good for you. So, you know, research your health options. Research your health strategies. I personally don't give a fuck about washing hands, you know. I'll wash my hands when I go to the bathroom. I'll wash my hands when I blow my nose. I'll wash my hands in a normal washing hand setting. But I ain't going fucking overboard with it, you know what I mean? But you know, people are stressed. You know, oh, I am going to wash my hands. Oh no, and ah, oh, monkeypox. And oh my God, it's a it's another pandemic. It's a fact. It's a public health emergency, international community s- thing, uh, as defined by the WHO, the World Health Organization. Um, yo, know, um. It could bring on stress. I ain't stressing about it until further notice. And what I've been doing to um, kind of keep my vibrancy, which um, I did throughout pandemic is, throughout COVID-19 pandemic, it's focusing on your health. It's like a wake-up call. Wake-up call to any sleeping souls that are, you know, unhealthy. Unhealthy. Whether, whatever your bag is, you're an overeater, you're overweight, you're morbidly obese, you're a alcoholic, you're a drug addict, you're a, you know, you have anxiety problems, you have, um, you know, sexual um, impulse. You're a sex addict, you're a fucking nymphomaniac. Bitch can't get enough. You know, whatever your bag is, it's like a wake-up call for us to take care of our health. And things that I do that really reinforce that is like, um, you know, I've been working out. You know, I've been getting into calisthenics. It's a hard one to say. Cala, calisthenics, calisthetics, calisthenics. You know, using your body weight to build muscle: push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Um, body weight exercises, um, squats, you know, uh, leg raises, plank, working on the core, you know, stuff like that, you know, I recently pulled a neck muscle doing a pull-up. It's pretty gangster, you know, you know, it's like I was doing pull-ups and, you know, um, I bought a pull-up bar for my uh, apartment, um, more to come, you know, when I uh, get a little bit better at it. I used to be able to do 10 pull-ups in a row, down to two. But, you know, fuck, pulled my neck muscle, working my way back up to that. Been jogging like a motherfucker, you know. uh, Dumbbell curls, dumbbell presses, you know push-ups and biking yeah what a great way to relieve this stress what a great way to stay fit I went for an epic bike ride uh, well I've been bike riding a lot but I went for a bike riding bike ride this morning from 4:30 a.m. till 6:30 a.m. two-hour bike ride in the dawn early morning hours I was zipping around downtown Toronto, you know, I'll post a few pics, you know, you know, I took a couple selfies of myself riding around early morning, Toronto, downtown, and you know, it was fun, you know, I, I went west on Queen Street, you know, much music build, building, um, the Queen Street Toronto, um, district, you know, it's really funky. There's a lot of pubs and bars and, you know, there's people out on the street, you know, it was early morning dawn hours, 4.30 a.m., 6.30. Went down there, skipped over to the lake shore, took a nice ride across the lake. Then I hit the exhibition place. That's in Toronto, Canada. That's where like the BMO field, you know, Um, the BMO field where the Toronto Argonauts play, where the, we have a soccer team as well. I forget their name. Sorry. The TFC or something. You know, I went to a game once. (laughs) A friend took me to a fucking, um, I'll post the name of the team. I forget the name, the. Uh, I don't know But anyways I went to a football game It was fascinating man Like soccer f- Football players man Soccer, football Depending on what hemisphere you're from Hey mate You know Soccer, football, whatever Governor um, Quite the sport I went and I saw the Toronto play the LA Galaxy And that's when um Bendem like Beckham was still playing Fucking cakes. What's his name? Beckham, David Beckham, I remember he was taking a corner kick, he was like, I don't know, he was maybe 30 feet from me, taking a corner kick, we had pretty good seats actually come to think of it, I didn't really appreciate it because, again, I, you know, I was half drunk at the time too, right, so I wasn't really thinking like that, but anyway, I saw Beckham, he's like fucking 30 feet from me taking a corner kick, I'm like, fuck you Beckham, fuck you, fuck you buddy fuck you, you know, stupid, stupid sports heckler, and it was nothing personal, he was just on the other team, right, he was uh, with the LA Galaxy, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a t- die-hard Toronto fan, even though I don't know the name of the team, but you gotta rep your city, right, city you live in, so, so anyways, I was riding around um, BMO Field, Exhibition Place. Then I went along uh, Front Street, riding by CN Tower. Wow. I covered some area, boy. What? I covered some area. Fuck, I totally forgot. Yeah, that was a great bike ride this morning. And that's a great way to, like, you know, kill some stress. Get some, ang- get some exercise. And not be victim to this BS, fear-mongering mumbo-jumbo.
1: Fear, anger, aggression. These are tenements of the World Health Organization. Yeah. Mm. Public health emergency information community. Fact, I must declare. Mm.
0: You know, get swept up with that fear, anger, and aggression, man. Fucking baloney. Mumbo jumbo, I say. So, you know, doing that. And then again with the smoothies, you know, the healthy eating, healthy drinking. Got a smoothie here. Mm. Banana, strawberry, kale smoothie with almond milk and ice. Rrrr, for, <laughs> Blend one of them up. You know you're feeling fucking, you're feeling all right, and you're not like worried about monkeypox. Oh my god, am I gonna get a fucking monkeypox from a banana smoothie that I made? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, let's go into fucking quarantine for another two years. Ah, uh, even though that we don't know what the symptoms are of monkeypox, and you know there's only like 22 thousand cases globally. Uh it's an it's a global pandemic. Uh it's a global emergency. Stupid, right? And I'm not a fucking doctor. You know, and I can tell you flat out how retarded it is, right? But we have to think for ourselves, make our own health decisions. Yeah. And um you know but hey There it is. Um, On a side note, um, as I mentioned um, bike riding, I recently experienced some theft. Yeah. um, I locked my bike up at this uh, little spot, went away, did my business, came back, someone had pinched My uh, tool pouch. You know, like a little tool pouch that you can attach to your bike. It has like, um, you know, little socket wrenches, little Allen keys, little things to, you know, fix your bike up. Some fucking lowlife pinched my uh, tool pouch from my bike. But here's the funny thing, oddly enough. Oddly enough, it took me a moment to realize it. I, I, you know, I, I unlocked my bike, was riding. And like 20 minutes later, I looked down. I'm like, hey, somebody stole my, my uh, tool pouch. You know, this was a couple of weeks ago. But some very interesting things. Number one, I didn't even care. Like, I felt a little, it's like a violation. It's like somebody stepping into your personal space someone fucking with you but it's completely impersonal right it's like okay some low life looked at my bike thought that they needed my tool pouch and stole it it's unfortunate it's nothing personal it's a little annoying but it's it's so impersonal this person if this person had any idea who i am knew my story watched Jonathan Ramchand, on the podcast JR the P You know, if this was like an avid viewer of JR. the P. Or if like, um, they just knew, you know, if they knew me, then it would be completely different tune, right? But this person, as far as I know, doesn't know me. So they're going to thieve my tool pouch. It's completely impersonal. And secondly, you know I joke, I call them a low life, it's a judgment. But like literally though, not literally, but the tool pouch was13 dollars on Amazon. I bought the tool pouch for 13 dollars on Amazon, came with the pouch and the tools, 13 dollars. And that's like the empathy. As I mentioned, you can be an empath by, you know, sharing my content. You know, if you take the turn to be an empath and share my podcast with, you know, your friends and family or whatever, God bless you. Thank you very much. And I'm going to be an empath and have some empathy for this person because it's like, this person was so hurting and angry that they stole a $13 bicycle pouch, tool pouch. I can say definitively, having been in situations where I could, you know, potentially steal something of value, my ethics are a... I've done my dirt, I've done things that I haven't been proud of in my life, but rarely did they involve thieving. I mean, yes, there's the little petty indiscretions of uh, youth, but um, never a personal theft. You know, that wasn't really my thing, just to be a, you know, I have my own little indiscretions, but... So, you know, it's not to sit here and judge, but it's like, you're that low that you're going to steal a $13 bike pouch? Like, I couldn't even be tempted by something that was $13,000. You could literally have $13,000 of cash sitting in a bag in front of me. Nobody around, other than my own conscious, conscience. And knowing that that $13,000 belongs to somebody else, I'd rather return it to the person. You couldn't tempt me with $13,000. I know that. This person, $13. $13 is all it took for them to be a complete jerk. They're going through something. I should have some empathy. And just because my price isn't $13, well, what is my price? I know you couldn't tempt me with $13,000. I could care less. If you've ever earned $13,000 in your life, you know that you can earn it again. I mean, you can't tempt me with $13,000. $13 million? Is that my price? So, Am I that much better than that bike thief? That bike tool pouch thief? Because my going price is $13 million, his going price is $13? Does that make me better somehow? Do those scales balance? What fucking difference does it make? I've never been tempted with $13 million. I like to think that I could pass the test. I just feel that thieving takes a lot out of a person. And you're getting more than you bargained for. So... But I mean... If you have a price, you have a price. So you can't really judge another man's price, whether it be $13 or $13 million. You know? There's the right thing and then there's the wrong thing. So I'm having some empathy and um, it's kind of funny. I mean, at first you get that kind of I've been stolen from! Somebody stole from me! And you get like you kind of get like a Bit of a rush of adrenaline, a little hot under the collar. But, like, once the dust settled, I mean, just kind of like totally forgot about it. I was just like, well, whatever. Somebody stole a $13 bike tool set from me. And it just made me think and feel fortunate. I feel fortunate that during these times of craziness and pandemic and all the BS that's going on out there, I got off easy. People's lives are getting stolen. Mental patients, diluted, crazy, wackos, shooting, shooting up public places, attacking people on subways and buses. It's out of control. And it's just so surprising to me how, well, not surprising, but disheartening to me how people are so willing to cannibalize their fellow man. They got to eat their fellow man in order to survive in this world, in this new era world. We're on the internet here, JR the P. Spitting it, coming to you over the internet. This is a podcast that could potentially reach anybody on the globe. We're living in the world, the new world. The advancing world. The advanced modern world. You get the point. And... You still got people like needing to live off one another, like cannibalized. Gonna eat you. Gonna look to you and see what you're doing and try to get what you got and do what you do and be on your tail. It's like nothing anybody does has anything to do with anybody. Just do your own thing. Why are you attacking people? Why are you shooting up random strangers? Why are you stealing from people? Why you up in other people's business? Just do you. And it's a beautiful life. I don't know how you make people see that. Sounds so trite. Sounds retarded. Like, you can be happy drinking a cup of coffee that you paid for. That's true happiness. You're just your own person. And you're at peace with things. Ain't always easy. People are dickhead dildo doorknob ignoramuses. They kind of get under your feathers, rustle them up a little bit, <whistles> rustle your feathers. But otherwise, it's a pretty beautiful world. And the judgment of others that's something I need to remember I need to remember that um, you know judge not yet or lest thee be judged and that can take away a lot of that minutia and that fear that spurs resentment and anger and violence you know Take away that judgment of our fellow man. We're all the same. More or less. Well, before I get out of here, a couple of housekeeping things. If you're a returning guest to JR the P, I am an. Or if you're a new guest to JR the P, rather. And if you're a returning guest to JR the P, tomato, tomato, either or. I am an actor, extraordinaire. That's being to the bone, ladies and gentlemen. Damn proud of it. Um, I'm in talks. Have you ever been in talks? That's showbiz lingo. Pardon me, folks. I'm in talks. Um, I'm beginning a new project. Of my own concoction. Very happy and fortunate and excited and invigorated to get cracking on that. And I'm in talks with uh, some of the crew. And, um, you know, getting the ball rolling. So I'm very fortunate and excited for that. And that's like, you know, some showbiz lingo. You know, how's it been going with you lately, Jonathan? Well, you know, I'm in talks. I'm in talks in a film project right now. and Well, it's, you know, the early stages right now, but we're in talks. You know? Look for me on the silver screen, or the small screen, coming soon to you at a theater near you. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Van Turen actor extraordinaire. Yeah, yeah. And also, I am a stand-up did I say stand up comedian extraordinaire and bow my head? Previous? I meant to say actor extraordinaire, and I am also a stand up comedian extraordinaire. Hack, basically, right? Showbiz hack, but you know, stand up comedian nonetheless. And um, blah, 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 blah. Working at it, you know? Uh, just blah, blah 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 working at it. Uh, the boring minutiae of being a stand up comic. I mean, um I mean sure everybody wants to jump up and down and, you know, slap their tits and rock a motherfucking mic and be on a late night show and have a comedy special and do all them things. But um, you know, it's very much a craft. It's woodshedding, it's writing, it's having comedic sensibilities, it's being aware of the Landscape of comedy. It's doing it for yourself. It's making connections. It's brow beating, butt fucking, dog dick done to death, drudgery. If you really want to get fucking technical about it, so um, you know, been busting my ass. What the fuck do you think? You know, sitting around here fucking cracking chuckles all damn day as if it's a fucking easy thing to do. You know, I'd like to see you fucking do it. Not exactly easy. I don't mean to be so aggressive. really don't. I had an epiphany, actually, in the shower before recording this podcast. Um, Depending on your comedic sentiments, if you're a comedian, you got to stay true to it. One thing I'm seeing that I can incorporate, because it is true to me, might not be true to every comic, but it's true to me. I could make more of an effort to consider the audience's viewpoint or comfortability. Because the craft of comedy is basically, you know, putting your truth out there. Putting your sense of humor out there. Live by the joke, die by the joke. Kiss my fucking ass. Pfft. You know, I'm, I'm fucking rocking this mic. You know, and for better or worse, you know, like that, you know, cartoon strip. For better or worse. Some androgynous white folks going off to college, family situations, and whatnot. For better or worse. I actually kind of like that comic strip. Brings back some fond childhood memories. For better or worse. If you remember what I'm talking about. You know, like them white, that white family. Bunch of brunettes. You know, you see the kid go through, like, adolescence. The son is going through, like, adolescence. Growing up, and then he's got the mother, and she's, like, you know, brunette, and the father. and You know, there's a bunch of white waspy motherfuckers, for better or worse. That was a comic strip. But I digress. For better or worse, as a comedian, um, you gotta spit your fucking truth for better or worse, <laughs> regardless of what the audience thinks. So, um, but, that doesn't always mean that you can't consider being charming, or rather, stroking their ego. I mean, why, like for example, me, Perfect example. Women annoy me. Come on, I'm a man in 2022. I think they annoy all of us. Some, more than others, say this type of thing. A lot of us just kind of sit on our hands and go, well, if you want some pussy, what are you going to do? you got to listen to this shit, right? You know, that's the cost of doing business, you know, taking a b- ear beating from these fucking mental patients, right? But, suffice to say, as a man in 2022, women, generally speaking, kind of annoy me. It's kind of like we're really on different wavelengths in society. Something going on. But I don't hate women, and I definitely don't have really any anger or animosity. I've had some fucked up relationships that were just kind of, you know, just run-of-the-mill stupid. Nothing, you know, I never really got burnt by a woman or... You know, I don't really have much cause to be so eh, about women other than they're just annoying, you know? And like the comparison I always like, for example, I would like to make this comparison to women, or at least I'd like women to see this comparison. It's like, listen, that sounds bad from a man saying, you know, women annoy him. But if any of y'all bitches have sisters, come on, honey. Do you have a sister? Doesn't that bitch just tweak your tits? she get on your damn case, doesn't she? So that's the level. That's the level of annoyance I have with women. You're like an annoying sister. You know? That's it. That's it. I'm a different animal. You kind of annoy me. We can get along. But I'm not going to lie. You fucking annoy me. So then my job then as a comedian was to like, you know, kind of find a way to express that while keeping the female audience. Because my level of disdain for women is quite mild. Other comics have um, other ways of speaking on it. There's certain things that I don't say, like, you know, the C word. just doesn't really fit in my vocabulary. I mean, yeah, I'll drop a cunt here and there, you know. Ah, cunt. Fuck. Cunt. Like, whatever, like, if I stub my toe or something, right? But, like, it's not really a word that I use in my comedy or, like, in my daily life. It's kind of a foreign four-letter word to me, you know? It's a little foreign. So, why hammer that word to death if it's going to alienate an audience? So, that's just a little revelation that I've had about comedy lately and uh went to you know shut up like I'm literally falling asleep right now. I told y'all I was riding my bike around at four thirty in the morning <laughs> this morning for two hours, you know, burning the candle at both ends, but um you know, working on it as a comic blah blah blah, and knowing how to uh you know. get my message out while um, being aware of the audience. It was a little epiphany that I had this morning. You know? Because um, for the longest time I really didn't. I just go on stage as obnoxious as whatever. Um, If I noticed that a certain pattern of speech or subject bothered the audience, I would just continue hammering it. Which I'm still going to do, but like it's good to know that you can at least try to turn that. This might be fucking comedy 101 for some people, but this took me 13 years to realize. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramchuran, stand-up comedian extraordinaire. Well, that about does it for another episode of JR the P. Certainly enjoyed speaking with y'all this morning. Certainly have a little bit of a rasp in my throat. Certainly want to drink the rest of the smoothie. Certainly want to chill the fuck out. You know? Been working out all damn morning. And, uh... Wow. It's a beautiful morning, too. Nice and sunny. And, uh... This is the summer of 2022. We've been through a rough... Couple years with this pandemic, now we got this monkeypox on our back. But hey, stress not.
1: Fear, anger, aggression—these are the tenements of the dark side.
0: Fear, anger, and aggression are the tenements of the dark side, and we don't want to go that dark side. I don't want to go that dark side. I want to be happy, healthy, hopeful, and. We persevere. All is well. God is with us. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy, guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan, signing out from duty on this magnificent July 31st in the year of our Lord, 2022
1: banana I got a rash on my banana
0: monkeypox yeah what the fuck hey you know during these times it's good to reconnect with the old body get moving get healthy you know the show is available on Apple podcasts Spotify Odyssey YouTube my own website jonathan ramcharancom and as always folks if you're enjoying the show some lax, gags, laughs, gags, chuckles, gags, guffaws, whatever. If you're enjoying, if you're digging the show, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Aight?
1: Peace.